Welcome, welcome to another episode of Exploring Possibilities. Week after week, I get to have the most interesting conversations on the planet and you get to join me. How fun is that? This is Cheryl Sitz. I'm your host, Journey of Possibilities founder, and Mario and I come to you every week with this wonderful show, and we have so much fun doing it. You know, without him, there would not be this show. I wouldn't have my website. He's just kind of an IT genius. Mario, isn't there some way you can help our listeners? Thank you, Cheryl. I actually want to say, first off, I don't speak geek. I speak English, Lightworker, Galactic, Spanish, or you name it, I can probably work it or figure it out, even sign language, maybe. Anyway, the truth of the matter is I can make it un- understandable for you. Technology seems to be very complicated for a lot of people, and I've been in it for a long time, and I can make it understandable. I don't try to sell you stuff that you don't need because that's not me. What I am, I am the type of person that can give you the truth. The things that you don't need, we can say, no, we don't need that. Or I even have a, a listener one time that called me and we agreed that we weren't, uh, she wasn't ready for my services. So what can I help you with? I can help you with websites, blogs, video, podcasts, social media. And yeah, even that weird stuff, go ahead and give me a call and we can figure it out. Contact me at margosalas.net and I look forward to talking to you. Who are you? Why are you here? What wonders and opportunities await you beyond physical death? What happened millennia ago to create the damaged earth and fractured societies you see around you? Empowering, enlightening, internationally acclaimed, the Joseph Communications books offer answers to these questions. Spiritual, concise, contemporary, non-denominational, the communications originate from Joseph, a highly evolved discarnate spirit concerned for you and the future of the planet and its peoples. The words of Joseph and his soul group give you the power to bring light and change into your own life and the lives of others and to restore the earth. Available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook formats, the communications can be ordered today at www.thejosephcommunications.com and also from Amazon and other major booksellers. All proceeds are used for further publishing and advertising and to make the communications available worldwide. This is some interesting energy we've got going on. We have got new moon. We've got eclipses. We've got like three eclipses between the one that just happened and August 11th. So there is a lot going on energetically and you might be feeling it. And it's really guiding us to go deeper into our truth. Who am I really? What am I here to do? And how can I serve myself and the world? And I have a new program to help you do that. It's a self-study program. You can check it out on my website, journeyofpossibilities.com. It's called Remember Who You Are. And there's all kinds of great exercises in there to help you come home to yourself and really navigate these energies. Again, remember who you are. Right now, it's only $33.33 at journeyofpossibilities.com. Today's guest is Catherine Ashby. She's a friend of mine and the owner and CEO of Feng Shui Houston. She helps clients arrange the interior and exterior of their homes and offices to maximize health, wealth, and happiness. As a professional feng shui consultant and teacher, she's trained in classical feng shui, which is based on the same principles as traditional Chinese medicine and Western feng shui, as well as earth and health dowsing. You'll find her online at fengshuihouston.com. Thanks for joining us today, Catherine. My pleasure. I'm so glad to have you. And I know you've been going through a move and all kinds of stuff. So thank you for taking the time to be with us. 
Oh, sure. This is the, this is my fun day. (laughs) (laughs) You're my fun, my fun appointment today. Oh, awesome. I'm so glad. I can't believe we've never had you on the show. It's one of those things that Mario and I actually thought we'd had you on already. And I'm glad that you said, no, I haven't been on yet. So we could do this. I mean, I think I haven't been on. I I checked back and you really haven't. And I meant to have you on, but it's everything in its perfect time. And what there is no better time than now to figure out what we're doing with our energy flow. How did you first get into this being, are are you from the United States? Because this is not really mainstream here. (laughs) Yes, I'm a Texan. (laughs) lived anywhere but Texas. Well, I am a home economist by education, home ec teacher, so I was intensely interested in nutrition. And um, in the 80s, I moved to Houston in the early 80s, and I became macrobiotic, which is the traditional Japanese diet. And we, you know, it has the same principles as traditional Chinese medicine, the yin-yang theory, the theory of chi, the five elements, and the bagua. And we learned how to apply the principles of the yin and the yang and all of the elements to the food that we ate and to our bodies. But we also learned how to apply it to buildings, and that was called feng shui. So my story is that when I learned about feng shui, I immediately moved into a new apartment because the place I was in obviously had bad feng shui. (laughs) And when I began to apply the principles within 30 days, I found my brother who had been missing for 25 years. Wow. Yes. And so that that's what I said. Wow. (laughs) So it completely changed my life and the lives of my entire family by finding my brother. So I began to study more. I thought, okay, what else can I do with this? So I have phenomenal results with feng shui. So I, I never meant to, to you know, have it be my career, but as an image consultant and personal shopper, I was already going into my clients' homes and cleaning out their closets. And I really was itching to do the whole house. (laughs) So whenever I found out about feng shui, this gave me the tool to do the whole house. So eventually, all of my shopping clients became my feng shui clients. And then, you know, it it just grew out of that to where now, Almost all of my clients are feng shui clients. I still have a few shopping clients that I've been shopping for, for one of them 23 years and one of them 25 years. If you can believe that. Wow. I'm not a spring chicken anymore. That's true. (laughs) Well, with that, you bring a lot of wisdom and and such a great demeanor. I just, I love being around you and I love your energy. And I think it's so neat that you work with other people with their energy. And, you know, in this area, like I said, feng shui is not exactly mainstream, but I had a conversation recently with someone who has a high level position at a university who called in a feng shui consultant and it literally changed the financial situation of the university very quickly to change the design and flow of the energy in the office of the president of the college. 
college. So I, I, it's neat to hear these success stories around here. And it can happen fast. I'm sure you've got some other success stories from your clients where you've kind of seen some miracles happen, right? Oh, absolutely. Well, in my own life, I did things that first year in that, that apartment where I first learned about feng shui. And honestly, every part of my life changed. I got marriage proposals, right and left. <laughs> I was on television. I was on the radio. And I mean, nothing like that had ever happened to me before. So it, it's been really amazing. That is incredible. Well, in my own life, I've seen it. I've, I've applied some of the principles and I've kind of done it loosely. I haven't done it to any, to any extent that you're talking about, but just little things. I've made little adjustments that have made big differences in my finances, in my career area, in all kinds of things. I just find it a fascinating field of study. And you're schooled in Eastern and Western. Are they very different? Oh, good question. Uh, yes, they're very different. They, they're they both based on the traditional Chinese medicine principles and uh, guidelines, but the application is totally different. So Western Feng Shui uses the three-door Bagua to analyze a property, and there's no compass, and Traditional Chinese medicine uses a compass and the birthday of the clients. So it, the application is totally, totally different. But there's, there are so many different styles of feng shui and what happens, and there are hundreds of formulas. And what happens is that each lineage focuses on one or two or three or four applications of the principles and the formulas. And they become famous for that, that way of doing feng shui. So I'm in the Wu Chang uh, lineage and um, I do flying star feng shui and eight mansions feng shui. So eight mansions is all about the people. It's based on your birthday. And then the flying stars is based on the orientation on the compass of your home. I think I'm more familiar, more familiar with that one than I am with actually the birthdays. That's interesting, but I, I'm such a fan of astrology. So it seems like it's bringing in the alignment of your astrology then with the birthday as well as the directions. Is that kind of a good summary or am I way off base? Yeah, but it's not, it's not Chinese astrology though. It, it's feng shui. It's um, your, your Ming Kwan number tells us what four directions are good for you and what four directions bring you bad energy. And so we, we set you up in the house, your bed, your desk, your favorite chairs, so that you're facing one of your good directions, one of your four good directions. And if you're shopping for a house, or even if you have several different doors in your house, we try to find you a house or a door that's facing one of your good directions. And just that one formula right there, the eight mansions formula, it, it, that is classical feng shui, but just that one thing, that one formula right there can change your life. Everybody's got a bankruptcy direction. If oh. you have a door and you're going in and out, that's your favorite door to use at your home and that's your bankruptcy direction. If I can just find you a different door to use, 
that right there can save you from going bankrupt. It's, oh my goodness. it's that simple. That is simple. <laughs> That's pretty simple, isn't it? I like that. I like that a whole lot better than the other. So the style that we looked at when we looked at my house recently was the traditional grid that you find on the internet when you Google for Bagua for feng shui. And my wealth area is go is outside. It's the missing corner of my house and it goes downhill. And so we were like, ah, this is like a feng shui nightmare. But you're telling me in a different style of feng shui, there might be a completely different fix for that. Well, in every kind of feng shui, a missing piece of the house is not a good thing because Shapes are very, very important, but I'm more concerned about the downhill in the back. That can mean bad things. That can mean your money, your money runs out. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that, that's that exactly what you, we interpret. You bring the money in the front, but it runs out the back. Uh huh. Yeah. And, you know, the American house designers, they don't take any of this into account. So there's literally none of this thought of when these homes are built. And we just look at it for aesthetics and go, oh, what a lovely little house. And we move in and we've got these feng shui nightmares that we don't even know how to fix it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But there are fixes other than selling my house, right? (laughs) Yes, a lot of things can be fixed. Now, some things cannot be fixed. So sometimes people will say, well, can't we fix it? Well, you know, if you have a bad direction, if, if there's only one door and it faces your bankruptcy direction, if you don't own the house and we can't take the door out of its hinges and tilt it a little bit to a different direction, then, yeah, that's one of the things that you really can't fix. You know, because a bad direction, the fix for that is a good direction. Right. But other than that. Yeah, there's a lot you can do. Um, We do focus on three things mostly. Your health, and that includes your relationships, and your wealth, you know, your everyday income, incoming money, and your relationships with, you know, your authority out in the world. So those three things are the most important And, you know, so the front door is actually the most important thing. And then it's it's a toss up between your kitchen and stove location and your bed location would be the second thing. Interesting. Yeah. So, you know, if I had just a little bit of time, that's what I would spend mostly on when I go to someone's house, the door. But most of the time we have many doors we can choose from. We have back door. We have a side door. We have a front door. We have garage door. Right. We have an interior garage door. Right. So um, a lot of times I'll tell people, uh, no, don't use your front door. Use your garage door (laughs) or vice versa. It may sound silly, but it really does make a huge difference. And then I might move their bed. It's funny that we talked about wealth. I was going to say, wow, we really went straight to the money. And so there are those three key areas that you focus on. But also, then how do you work with people? Do you need to go physically to their home or do you do consultations at a distance? I can do both. I can do both because nowadays we have uh, cell phones where and it has a compass in there. And you can download a free app with um, a magnetic compass. Because in in traditional feng shui, we we don't use, well, we use a magnetic compass. We don't use the, um, how can I say it? We don't use the physical 
north, we use the magnetic north as our as our setting because people are magnetic. That's what your birthday is all about. When you were born, you have an affinity for the magnetics of one of the eight directions on the compass. Yeah. So anyway, to answer your question, I like to go, if possible, to the house because I'm looking at things across the street and what's coming at you and hitting the front door. What kind of energy is hitting the front door? Do you have any poison arrows from the house across the street or from the mailbox or from a tree or a lamppost or anything like that? Or um, I'm looking at how the slope of the land goes. Is it higher in the front or higher in the back? That kind of thing. So I like to go in person, but, but if, but I have many clients all over the world. I have uh, people in Qatar I have people in Norway. <laughs> I have people in Philadelphia, all over. That's wonderful. How did you meet all these clients all over the world? Did you travel at some point or? No, actually, they used to live here in Houston and then they moved. So I had to continue working with them in their new place. So, you know, people just send me the compass measurement and then pictures. And then we go from there. And then I have Google Earth you know, Google Maps, and I can look and see what uh, the terrain is like and all kinds of things. I can see where um, your neighbor's swimming pools are. <laughs> all kinds of things. Where Isn't the technology are, great? School. Yeah. It's kind of creepy, really. <laughs> Well, if anybody's going to be nosing around my house via the camera, I'm glad it's you. (laughs) Yeah, but I I go to Brenham, I go to uh, Austin, I go to Walden, Clear Lake, and all over. Well, tell me a little more about, you've kind of mentioned three key things. You mentioned the door and the energy that's coming to the door and how that has to do with like wealth coming in and wealth going out. And I would imagine that also impacts your health. What about, you mentioned the bed. What's important about the bed? Okay. Well, here's the thing. We work with the energies that happen over time. In other words, um, the energies change over time. So we work with 20 year periods when your house was moved into or built. And uh, that tells us where the prosperity chi is. And there's the mountain chi, which takes care of people. That means the walls. And then there's the water chi, which takes care of money. And that's the doors and the windows. So when you're siding a bed, we want to have a solid wall behind you. But normally we have a choice of one or two and sometimes even three walls. And so I will pick the wall that has uh, one of your good directions in it. And at the same time, I will look at the invisible energy coming from that direction and try to find the best wall that's bringing good energy to you while you're in that direction. So, for example, if you're a West group person, and there's only two groups, West group or East group. And if you're a West group person, that means all the West directions, West, Southwest, Northwest, and Northeast are your good directions. But 
out of those four good directions, there might be one direction that clearly has the best energy according to the 20-year period we're in. So right now, for example, we're in period eight. So when I do the mathematical calculation for your house and put the flying star chart on there, I'll pick the direction that um, is good for you, but also has the eight star in that direction. Or maybe it has the nine star or the one star. We work through one through nine, the numbers one through nine. And they tell us what kind of energy is in that direction. And there's four numbers out of the nine numbers that are good and five, five directions that are, the energies are not good. This is not a self-help. This is not like a do-it-yourself thing. This is like a lot of study went into this on your part, didn't it? It really (laughs) is. Okay, here's an example for your listeners. Everybody, because we're in period eight and we're in um, 2018, the worst energy, the disaster star, which is number five, is located for the year, this year, 2018, in the north. So everybody, every building on the planet has an invisible energy that's a disaster type energy at the north door. If they have a door that faces north, that door is a bad door this year. So what would we do? Just lock it up and not use it? (laughs) Yes. Yes, don't use that door. If you can help it, don't disturb the earth around the door. Keep it quiet. Keep it, um, don't slam the door, you know, don't uh, hang up a picture and bang on the wall with a hammer. Um, If you don't have another door to use, then there are cures that we can put in place. This is just fascinating. I try to, you know, find another door to use. Yeah, it's like that. (laughs) It can be very specific. So yeah. people that have um, houses that face north, it's a little bit harder on them this year. It's a little bit more intense. Yeah. So I, um, I, yeah, but, guess which way my house faces? <laughs> uh North. Yeah, but I'm not. I've not been. It's funny because I was just intuitively guided to not really do any hosting this year. I usually have circles and ceremonies and stuff there. I haven't had anything there, but I have still had some rough stuff happening, even though I'm not using that front door. So there's probably other stuff going on there. But so where would it show up? This door stuff? Would that be the money stuff? Would it be the health stuff? Well, it can affect it. It really affects your money and your career and your life path because Every door affects your career and life path because doors and and money, because doors are all about flow, you know, letting the energy in. The walls mostly are about your health and your relationship. Mm. So do you have another door that you can use? I do, but they they do all face north except the back door. I'd have to go all the way around to the back. Oh, my God. No (laughs) wonder you had me on this year. Oh, man. Okay. So I'll give you a cure. You need to put some heavy metal around your front door. What color is your door? It's a wood door. It's, so it's it's just stained a wood color? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Okay, good. Um, so I would make it beautiful, but you have to be very careful. Don't drag things around. 
um, make it very beautiful and take away any red things around the, the door that you can. In other words, don't dig up red bushes or anything like that. <laughs> don't dig in the earth. Please, please <laughs> promise me you won't dig in the earth in the north because all hell can break loose. Can I say that? Um, yeah, you just <laughs> did, and I'm glad. Yeah, okay. So be very gentle with your door. Don't slam the door. Don't have arguments at the door. Don't have loud conversations at the door. Don't tap dance inside your door. And the reason I'm saying this, I did have a client who did that, It was, but the energy, the bad energy, the five yellow earth was in her bedroom and she did tap dance. <laughs> <laughs> Banging on the floor, you know, that, that was not good there. So um, hang a wind chime outside. Do you have a wind chime in the I front? Do. Not in the front. I'm, I'm going to have one now. <laughs> okay, get one and uh, make sure that it's made from metal. And if you can have one that has um, six rods, that's a good number. And my favorite kind are the kinds that have the harmonics. You can uh, buy them in either a, a tenor or a bass or a soprano sound. Yes. So make sure that you listen to the sound and that it's a, a, a very crisp and clear beautiful sound that you love and then that will be a cure if it's a clunky sound like an old tin can you know mm -hmm. that's not a good cure okay <laughs> though it's metal even though it's metal it's still not good it's not crisp enough but yeah do that and then what I would do for you since you are out there talking to a lot of people is I would have you play classical piano music on a CD all day. It can be very, very low, but that also is a cure for the entire house because see when the energy is bad or good at the front door, it affects the entire house. Right. So um, your intuition is right on to like kind of lay low right now. <laughs> this year. Yeah. Well, I had a house flood too. So it's been an interesting year. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> but, Sorry. Uh, but I appreciate the, the fixes. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I didn't mean to dwell on me, but I have to think that there are listeners that also have North facing homes that are Absolutely. very grateful for that. So thank you for that. I can't tell you how many clients have been calling me like, what is going on? <laughs> and I go, I'm so sorry, your house faces North. It's going to be Hang on, it's going to be a challenging year, but it doesn't have to be a disaster, though. Here's the thing. If you've got good feng shui in the entire house, it's not going to be bad. It doesn't have to be bad. It's just that if things were already bad in the front, the paint is peeling and the door squeaks every time you open it and the lock doesn't work very good and you have to struggle and you slam it and the steps are broken and there's... um a sharp object across the street pointing straight at your front door. Now that can be bad. But if you're well, you know, if your house is beautiful, the front door is working for you, it's beautiful and um, your bedroom is good and you're healthy, it's going to be okay. Good. It's, it's going to be okay. Yeah. I feel better. <laughs> you feel better? <laughs> no. Okay. So I should say, this is a good time to say, feng shui is not a um it, it's a it's an art it's a science because it's got mathematical formulas um you know that are repeatable and all that kind of stuff but but it's an art too it doesn't mean 
that if there's an indication of disaster, which is what the five yellow star, it just it just means there's a potential disaster, but it is not activated unless those things that I was talking to you about, you know, there's poison arrows or you, a carpenter comes and rips the north side of your house up, that kind of thing, then it's not going to be activated. So your listeners don't have to worry about it. It doesn't mean every north facing building is going to have a disaster this year. No, that's not true. That's good. It's just, it's just when everything is bad, then this is a bad indication. Interesting. Does that make you feel better? Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. I love that. And, you really shared a lot the there. Other thing. The other thing is that the things that tend to go wrong are things that should have been taken care of earlier. And this is just the timing that they get broken or something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, a lot of it is just, you know, things that should have been taken care of before. You never did it. And so now here's a crisis to force you to do it. (laughs) Right. So, yeah, where the stars come, it just tells you the timing of things. Like, you know, life is not exactly smooth. It has little bumps and little valleys and little peaks and, you know, and so... When the bad stars come in, it just tells you, okay, these are the, th- the things that can happen. You, you may have dental problems this year or whatever, but if you've already taken care of your dental problems, it's not going to happen. Well, the, I love that you went there because that was really my next question to go to. I know that we have people listening to the show that have health issues and health concerns uh-huh. because we have a lot of different practitioners on here with natural solutions and ways to help their health. You have natural solutions and ways to help our health just through the way we design the flow of energy in our homes and and yards, right? Absolutely, yes. Yes, when I come in, I even look at the landscaping. And I will tell you, if you need to have a raised flower bed in the front or a raised flower bed in the back, or you need to add a wind chime or, you know, paint something red or, yeah. A lot of times it's really, really easy to change your feng shui. You know, maybe move your bed over three inches, that kind of thing. Wow, that is easy. So are those the main things you look at for health? Like just just trying to change certain elements that are maybe impacting your health in a negative way? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because you also have a health direction. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So, um, So I'm an eight earth person. I was born in 1948. So that tells you how old I am. And um, there's a formula for females and a formula for males. So I'm in eight earth and uh, my health direction is northwest. So if I were sick, I would make sure that I would be facing northwest during the day while I'm working. And my bed actually faces west. So I can just sleep catacorner in my bed a little bit and my head will be facing northwest while I'm sleeping. And I'll I'll be benefiting from good energy that brings me health from that direction. See, so everybody has one direction out of the eight directions on a compass that's good for their health. And then there are other other 15 degree increments that are also good for their health. So um, we can always find ways to get better with your health. So that's the first thing that I check is which way are they 
are they sleeping? Because mm-hmm. um, you're when you're sleeping, you're supposed to be gathering good energy for your health. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, we spend about a third of our lives sleeping. So we have definitely got to have a good bedroom. <laughs> Absolutely. That's one of the first things about Jack. So what are some of the biggest things that you've seen shift for people as they've done work with you around their feng shui? Well, gosh, all kinds of things. I've had people, (laughs) I just did a a big 4,000 square foot house last week. And this week I got a text from the lady and she said, well, my windfall profits is working. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, and we were also working on her relationships you know, to attract her mate. She said, okay, that's not working yet. It's like, <laughs> it's only been a week. <laughs> Have you gone out? I mean, you know, right. <laughs> yeah. So different things like that. Um, I've even helped a couple of families get pregnant, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. I'm telling you. Um, I just put red in my closet one year. And uh, that's when I got to be on the radio and television within 24 hours. That's amazing. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So um, there's just lots of things that you can do. You mentioned the kitchen being a critical area like the stove. What's that about? The fire? Yeah. Well, the stove is the bringer of wealth and health and good relationships. I mean, it's it's everything. Oh. So, um what if, if if we have a chance, what we like to do is locate the whole kitchen in your bankruptcy and death direction. So for me, that's southeast. So when I'm looking for a home, I always look for a home where the kitchen is in the southeast. And that's what I have right now. And that's what I've had for in the last three homes that I've lived in. Because that's on my shopping list. Yeah. Where's the kitchen? Okay. <laughs> so so what that means is you put it in your bankruptcy direction and your bad health and death direction. And that means you will not have bad health. You will not have bankruptcy. It flips it from bad to good. It means you will have wealth and you will have health and you will have relationships. So the kitchen's very, very important. That's interesting. So um, if... Um, if you have a, a badly placed stove, um, you can use um, a rice cooker or a crock pot or something like that and cook in that for a while and change your luck. And uh, by the time that happens, people go, oh, gosh, I'm just going to move. Give me a better <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> I got yeah. a good plan. <laughs> yeah, that's a good plan. So we try to have uh, places where your toilets and your stove and your fireplaces and stairs are in your bad directions, your four bad directions, and then the doors and the windows in your office in your good directions. That's what we try to do. So when I come, I'm, I'm looking at what are the options in your house? Can we move your office to a better place, or can we just keep your office in the same room but tilt your desk to where your heart chakra is facing a better direction? you know, more productive direction for you, more wealthy direction for you, that kind of thing. So you're kind of discussing that there are ways, I guess there's no fix for a kitchen in a bad place. I mean, there's little fixes, but there's not like 
I mean, are there actually feng shui nightmares where it's like, you need to sell this house. You need to leave this house. <laughs> you do not need to stay here. We can't fix it. Does that happen? Oh, rarely. Rarely <laughs> does it happen. But let me tell you what happened to me. I moved to Brenham in 1998 because I just wanted to relax. And Houston was very yang. I wanted to be more yin, just relax. So I moved to Brenham and I moved to a house that had uh, media. Well, according to the three-door Bagua and Western Feng Shui, it was perfect. But according to classical Feng Shui, the Flying Stars and Eight Mansions, it was bad. So I had a boyfriend when I moved over there. I was doing great. And when I moved over there, oh, and I was macrobiotic, you know, very pure eating. And within three weeks, I was in the emergency room in Brenham. Wow. <laughs> well, okay. I have to confess, I started eating bluebell ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and I hadn't had dairy in like 12 years. Oh, wow. So that, that may have had something to do with But I also gained 40 pounds. But on the other hand, my kitchen was located in my health direction. And when I found that out, I stopped cooking in my kitchen. But see, so I don't know if it was the Bluebell ice cream. or <laughs> My kitchen was in my health direction. So I don't know. I mean, I just can't tell. How can you tell? Yeah. So honestly, Cheryl, um, I started cooking in the um, guest bedroom. I put a little um, stove in there. You know, the kind you get for kids going to college, a little burner, right? you know, two burner thing. And I got much better. It was much better. So I don't know. That's I, I did decide to, to move because it was bad directions for me. So that, that was, that was the year 2000. And that's when I learned about classical feng shui and the directions, how important they were. Yeah. And that's when I moved back to Houston. And um, then I started looking for places that were good for me, you know. So since then, all of my places have faced West. So the ideal I'm, thing to do is consult you before moving into something and yeah, figure out well, what we're looking for as a shopping list and take that with us and find the right place for where we live, yeah. right? <laughs> Yes, but honestly, I don't tell everybody that because um, everybody's already got their house. They've already got, you know, they're, they've got a family and all that. No, I don't tell people to move. I just fix their house up as good as it can be. And then when they're ready to move, then we can put the other <laughs> knowledge into place. But most people don't need to move. No. Well, and another thing that I bet can affect this is neighbors changing. I've had a big change in my neighbors and not in a positive way. And so now there's this hostile energy next door to me that didn't uh -oh. used to be there. The dog's agitated. The kids are agitated. Mom and dad oh, are yeah. screaming all the time. So are there fixes for those kinds of things as well? Yeah. Good. I'll tell you what happened to me in Brenham. I had a next door neighbor that was, um, they were druggies. Oh. And they were going to, they threatened to buy a gun and kill my cat because they left their win the car windows down at night and the stray cats would go in there and sleep. My cats weren't stray. <laughs> they slept in with me. Yeah. But anyway, they, they were just bad neighbors. And so I hung a wind chime in between 
the eaves of my house and their house. And I said a prayer, you know, wind chimes, they move and they also break up the energy. So I hung that and then I, I said a prayer to ask God to please give me better neighbors. And so what happened is within a few weeks, the uh, wife came over and she was like eight months pregnant. And I, she, she said, I, we, we want to apologize. And I, I, I was very gracious and I said, Oh, that's okay. Your, your hormones are probably raging. <laughs> that's what was going on. And she said, no, my mouth was raging. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, wow, she took total responsibility. That's anyway, awesome. So, so that was so nice. That's the first thing that happened. And the second thing that happened is they moved. <laughs> yes. So problem you know, solved. Problem solved. Yes. You, there are things that you can do. That's great. One time I had another client who was in an office building in Port Arthur and um, they had a boss that was in another state, but was over them that was just horrible just abusive and all that kind of stuff and so we did a cactus cure (laughs) uh, the cactus cure has been used many times to be placed in between you and somebody that's you know really abusive and um, what happened was the boss got transferred which was unheard of. I mean, it was just really amazing. (laughs) So yeah, there's a lot of different things that you can do. That is so cool. This has been so interesting. I knew it would be, and we're already out of time. It flew by, I know. But I would, I like to ask my guests before we wrap things up. First off, if you have any events coming up, you want to let us know about. Yes. Well, first of all, I want to let everyone know that I am the program director for the Lone Star Dowsers in Houston. And our next meeting, I want to invite everybody to. It's going to be really good. We've got George Goodnow coming from Dallas. And he's a real big dowser. And um, he's got all these pendulums and dowsing tools to use. So it's going to be a real good program. And it's free. It's over at Central Market. And that's on Tuesday, August the 14th from 7 to 9 p.m. We would love to see people come. That sounds fun. I love dousing. I'll have to try and get down there for that. Oh, good. Okay. And then I have a feng shui program uh, class coming up in Highland Village at a furniture store called Design Within Reach. And that is coming up Saturday, August 25th from noon to two o'clock. And that is $35 and it's just 20 people. So if you want to come, you have to let me know right away. I don't have flyers yet because the store is making their flyers and they haven't made them yet. But um, that's August 25th at Design Within Reach on Westheimer. Thank you so much for that. That sounds great. And I like to ask my guests if they have a parting thought that they want to leave the listener with today. Um, Declutter your home, please. (laughs) Speak about that for a minute. Speak about clutter and the impact it has. Okay. Well, first of all, clutter, most of the clutter is on the floor. That's going to affect your money because the chi that flows around the floor is like water. And in feng shui, water flow is cash flow. So if you want to improve your finances, pick up all the clutter on the floor and your money will be much better 
And in your bedroom, if you pick up the clutter on the floor and just around, hang your clothes up, dust everything, clean it, you'll have more deep restorative sleep and that'll be better for your health and your relationship. Beautiful advice. Thank you for sharing yeah. all of that. And thank you for being with us today. This was oh, so fun to have pleasure. you on. My pleasure, sweet one. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And the listener can find you at fengshuihouston.com. Yes. Perfect. All right. And thank you so much for joining us for today's show. Let us know what you thought. Send me a note, info at journeyofpossibilities.com. And be sure to join us next week on Exploring Possibilities.